Welcome back to another episode of Producer Grind Podcast. Today, we had Illmind on the episode. Super crazy, super informational, answers so many questions about what NFTs are and how us as a producer community can utilize NFTs and not be left out on this big hype, this big gold rush that is crypto and NFTs. Ilman talked about how the idea came about and what he thinks the future of dropping NFT sample packs and drum kits are. He also gave some big warnings if you're looking to do this on how to you know stay safe and how to not flop. We also talk about strategies where if you're at ground zero and no one's going to come and buy your NFTs, we still talk about a way that you can kind of get the ball rolling and bet on yourself in the long term that could turn to be a big bag in the future, especially if you blow up. We talk about his new project with Guap Dad. Super dope episode. I brought Leno and Meek with me as co-hosts today of this podcast. You guys know them from Team Producer Grind. Definitely want to stay tuned for this episode. You definitely want to tune in for the whole thing. A lot of good advice, a lot of gems. We had to do it, man. We had to get you on here. I know we've, you know, this is definitely not our first go around We've done the come up story. We've we've caught back uh caught back up with you on, on certain things, but man, we gotta we gotta talk about this NFT stuff because this is kind of a it's taken over the world by storm. I feel like in a matter of two weeks, it's leaked over into the producer community already. You really pioneering it, being the first first uh you know in the space to to kind of just activate and drop a sample pack tied back to nfts and uh, i want to talk about how that came about uh, but i think that the best way to really start this off is to kind of hear from you if you could kind of explain to the people tuning in right now that they're like nft what collectible how is this you know what if i screenshot it isn't this you know copywritten like what's going on so i'd love to hear um you know the ill mind take on it what exactly is an nft absolutely so let me just preface by saying i'm not like uh, a crypto uh, counselor expert. So okay. if anything I say moving forward comes across as uh, uh, investing or stock advice, it's definitely not that. Okay. All right. So moving forward, um, NFT basically stands for non-fungible token. And it's really just a fancy word uh, to describe the technology behind authenticating something that's real, right? So it's it's very similar to, you know, when you... Um, when you go to Gucci, for instance, right? Whatever, I'll use Gucci. I have a Gucci hat, right? So when you go to Gucci and you walk into a Gucci store and you buy a hat, right? You're going to pay a premium for it, but it's from the company. So it's from their factories. It's uh, from from their retailers. It, it's, it's, it's gone through all the proper channels and it's at one of their real stores. And it even down to like the receipt and like the envelope and the packaging and, and the box and, and all that stuff that's branded with it, you, you get to really experience it. it's an experience, right? Like when you walk into like a, a high-end luxury store, the, the customer service is spectacular because they know that you're potentially about to spend a lot of money. So, you know, they're, they're giving you champagne and you're sitting down on their like $50,000 plush velvet couches. And they're like, you need anything, sir? You know, like right. it, it, they're giving you an experience of you're important. You feel, uh, you feel, we feel really great that you're here so let's 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 treat you with the utmost respect and honor um and and i love that and i was really inspired by that emotion and that feeling right this feeling of just intimacy and like we want you here and this is really important what we're doing and so you're getting that experience and you know when you wear a gucci hat or you 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 own something that's authentic 
there, there's there's different ways that you can tell that it's authentic, right? Especially it's very easy when you have a physical product, right? If I if I put this hat side to side with a knockoff hat, uh, you, there's differences that you can tell, right? The person who has the knockoff Gucci hat, they don't have the receipt. They don't have the, 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 the right box. They might have a knockoff box, but it's not the same. It's not from the same printers. So they, they, they have something that looks like it, but it's not authentic. Now, the question for a lot of years was, how can one authenticate a digital product, whether it's an MP3 or an audio or a song or a, a, a graphic or an animation? And so that's where NFTs come in, right? So with an NFT, basically what it does, I think people get confused about like why, how it authenticates. So I'll use um, the, a drum, uh, the sample pack, for example, right? So uh, I released a Lorium sample pack, which is 10 loops um, uh, through Mintable. And uh, it's, it's blockchained, it's, it's under the Ethereum network and, uh, and it's sold and someone owns it. So what happens, the question is, well, what happens if someone else acquires the same file, which is basically a zip folder with the artwork and the, the stems and wave format and the MP3s. Like what if that leaks? What if someone steals it? What if someone gets it? Blah, blah, blah. And that very well could happen. You know, like that, that can definitely very well happen with digital goods. So if that does happen, here's what happens. So here's where the NFT kicks in. So basically let's say, um, uh, let's say Leno, you, you, you purchased the kit and you own the, the authentic version. And then uh, let's say Dylan um, somehow got his hands on the same exact file uh, legally or somehow he has the same exact duplicate, right? And they're both the same. So the reason why Dylan's version is worthless is because Dylan has no way of proving that his version of the digital copy is the original and actually authentic because there's no paper trail, no receipt proving in, in the court of law showing that Dylan's digital product is authentic. Okay. Right? Right, right. So even though it's the same thing, it's not the real thing. And, 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 and what constitutes something from being real and fake is uh, some sort of paper trail that proves that you acquired that product through a process. And that process is winning an auction or spending your crypto on one of these websites like OpenSea, like Mintable, like, you know, all these, all these uh, uh, rarity, all these platforms now. And as soon as you acquire uh, an NFT backed digital product on one of these and mint it on one of these authenticated, um, uh, we'll, we'll just call them platforms. Then you create a blockchain. You create um, uh, 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 a history in the in what's called a blockchain, which basically shows every single transaction uh, associated with that product. So, uh, Leno, let's say since you have this this uh, sample pack that you that you purchased legit and you have it and you own it, you, you anyone can access the blockchain of right that product and they can see the history they can see that you you know on on february 16th you placed a bid for blah 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 
and then you lost the bid. And then on February 28th, you, you placed another bid and then you actually won. And then the transfer of the token is now transferred to you. And that's all, all that information is in the blockchain. And it also shows all of the people that who bid on it, you know, it shows, it shows when Illmind uploaded it and made it for sale. So you can, you can track the, the information back to the original owner, right? What if it was Meek who somehow illegally, you know, uh, uh, gained access to this pack and decided, let me just throw it up and sell it. It's the, it's really the Illmind pack. He left it. He left a hard drive at his studio, and I have it now. And I uploaded it. Well, you can see that Illmind did not upload it, right? And Illmind is not. It's not coming from the source, right? And so that's that what makes that's what makes it not authentic, and that's what's going to turn people off to 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 bidding on it and thinking that it's authentic when it's not. Why would anyone want to spend money on something that isn't authentic, right? And it's very important for the blockchain to be able to tell you where it came from. Right. Uh, and so that's what makes it valuable. So Leno's version, even though Leno's and Dylan's version are exactly the same, Leno's version is going to be worth more. And Leno is going to be able to put it back up and resell it on one of these platforms because he has the blockchain authenticity and Dylan does not. Gotcha. OK, so I guess my first question is. With with purchasing this pack, obviously, they become the only person in the world that has the rights to use these uh loops in this pack correct because it's a one-of-one one. yeah uh, i mean customizable but yeah according to the way i did it yeah that person has sole custody and sole um you know ownership of, of it okay so i guess the hardest question for me is leno buys this pack he's the winning bidder he pays six thousand dollars he cooks up a beat with every loop in the pack and then he goes and sells the pack to me for seven thousand dollars is he able to send those beats out or did he lose the rights to send those beats out when he sold the pack so that's where it gets complicated and confusing and yeah. a little great so here's here's a solution to that so it for for this particular example the sample pack example leno has a sample pack there's 10 loops 10 illmind loops that he gained complete rights to so there's two different ways that Leno can monetize, and he can't do both, okay? So the first option to monetize this pack is what you said, Dylan. He makes beats, he makes 10 different beats from them, and then he shops them off and sells them maybe on BeatStars or maybe gets a big placement with one of them, whatever it is. And that's how he's able to uh, flip his investment into um, you know, into gaining a profit, right? Through through the producer method, the way that we all have been trained to do it. Now, the minute that he does that, he's no longer able to take this same file and and transfer the rights to another person, because you you it's a, it's almost like um, it's almost like this. It's almost like owning the Mona Lisa painting. And then like cutting off like the top right corner of it and then like placing it on another canvas and painting around it and doing something else and saying, well, it's from the real thing, mm. right? But there it is. But like, here's what's left over. It's a little tainted and you might have issues clearing this. It's not, it's there, but like you can't really use it the way it was intended to be used. So here it is at your own risk, 
right? So, so you can't have both. You can't have your cake and eat it too, gotcha. right? So you're either gonna you're either gonna collect these NFTs to use them, or you're gonna collect them to flip back into the market and make a profit in the market, right? Um, and the reason why it, this is such a groundbreaking new thing is because you weren't able to do that with baseball cards. I can't take a collectible, you know, basketball card. And like the only way I can profit off of that is to hold it and maybe resell it on an auction or resell it to someone who's willing to pay more. And then I make the profit off the difference. Um, there's literally zero other ways. Like I can't take that card and like manipulate it into something new and then inject it into another matrix to try to make profit in a different way because it's a, it's a piece of cardboard. Hmm. So that's what makes the sample pack so insane is because we're literally entering new territory where we're dealing with music rights. We're dealing with you know, um, the potential of taking these this audio and manipulating them into new products. And that's why this is so new and fascinating and groundbreaking and, and really interesting. Uh, it definitely is, bro. How did you even how did you even get in to all this like uh, NFTs and, and how were like it seems like you kind of have been ahead of the curve? Yeah, I mean, for for a few years now, I've really been, like I said, I've been putting a lot of uh, uh, energy into the the one on one experience, right? Like, if you look at my what I've been doing since two thousand, oh, probably since like two thousand eleven, I would say, uh, as the years go by, I've uh, my the stuff that I've been doing has become tighter and tighter and tighter, right? It started off as scale, right? Let me release a drum kit to everyone at a low price point scale. Let me start a podcast and try to get it on every single platform scale, right? So my the name of my game back then was create product and try to get it to every single human being on earth. Right, because you're trying to get that bag. <laughs> yes, and then as the years go by and as my brand starts to get stronger and I start to, to be more in, in tune with my, my tribe, right, so to speak, then it start the, the 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 experience started to get more intimate, right? And then it was, you know, 2014, it was or 13, it was, you know, Illmind Platinum Club, exclusive club, right? And then it started to get smaller and smaller. Um, you know, here's you know, limited drum kits, right? Uh, you know, uh, here's 50 copies of a sample pack, digital sample pack, and once those 50 are gone, then I'm no longer selling it. Right. So things became a little bit more exclusive over time. Mm -hmm. And, and then, uh, it was, you know, Twitch, right. Subscribers only get to, if you're a subscriber to my channel, you get to do this. If you're a special VIP member, you get access to this. Right. And then it was eBay. One person bid on this pack. Fuck it. Like if this thing sells for $50, then Hey, it's yours. Like that's a super steal. Um, but who knows? And I honestly, like, I, I really, really thought that it would only sell for like less than a hundred. Like wow. I was prepared. Wow. I was prepared to take that L guys. Like, I don't really tell, I haven't told people this yet, but I was prepared to be the guy who puts out all these great packs and oh, he's like this and he's got samples here and drum kids, blah, 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 platinum producer. But like he auctioned a pack and, and, and no one was willing to pay more than a hundred dollars for it. Like I was ready to wear that badge on my shirt yeah you know what i mean i, I want to so highlight why. that risk man because like for your brand perception you got people that are already buying 
packs from you if they see like, damn, Elmine flop. Like, are people really wanting to use his sounds? Like, maybe I should stop buying. Like, that's a big risk. Yeah, exactly. And I was ready to take that L on my chest. You know yeah. what I mean? That's why, like, people get on me like, oh, Elmine talks this shit. Yeah, like, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to take my L's, but I'm also happy to take my dubs too. You know what I mean? Like, when you see me get a W, like, I'm screaming the shit from the top of the mountain. You know, do not, do not get it because I know what it took to get there and I knew the risk. So, mm-hmm. um, so then the eBay thing happened and it went the opposite way. It was hugely successful. And, um, and now here we are, 2021, uh, we're, we're in the NFT world, the digital world. And now, sort of, I feel like the sky's the limit. I feel like, you know, uh, 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 now we can get really creative and, and it's really interesting what's happening in the market right now, because I'm seeing a lot of sample packs. I'm seeing a lot of drum kits being released. And I think the energy is great. I think it's amazing that producers are starting to engage in the space and start to invest and experiment. And I think that's what we need. Like we, as a community, we need to progress and try things. The thing, the thing I'm, I'm seeing that could be potentially dangerous is the expectation level of a lot of people, right? I'm seeing a lot of uh, producers and musicians and even artists, they're, they're, you know, uploading and minting NFTs and audio and sample packs and drum kits. And, and although a lot of these and some of these could be amazing, right? How can you get people to care enough? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's it just goes back to just the good old square one of how do you get people to care to buy a product? And it's really no different than NFTs. Right. Just because you slap it on a network doesn't mean that it's cool enough for people to want it. Yeah. And I'm, it's scary because I'm starting to see hu- literally hundreds of of new drum kits and samples and, and beats every day. And as, although it's amazing, 99.9 percent of them are just not going to sell. Right. Like I saw I saw one uh, instrumental. Was it was just like an instrumental. It was a beat. And like. The starting bid was like five thousand dollars, and and I'm like, what? Wh- wh- how? How? Like who? How are you gonna? How can you justify the value of that? Yeah, you know, that's cap. Um, like yeah, it's like, and, and I understand it, but it's just not. It it, it it's just you have to. It, part of it is the just the going back to the to the essence of of sales, right? It's mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna like be this new person and put out this product and like expect that I can uh, charge a premium for it because I, I don't have the history to back the reasoning of why someone would want to pay a premium. So I think that's the important thing for us to um, remember as a community is why are we charging this much? Why is it a premium? And if it isn't a premium, then what can I do to make this feel authentic and feel like a premium? And, and it, that's not easy. That's not easy. I mean, look, I'm I'm damn near 20 years deep in this, you know, like and I'm not even the biggest producer. Right. And and, and I'm doing this. So like if Illmind auctions off a pack for 6K, chances are you're not going to sell yours for six either, like in that way. Right. Yeah. So so, you know, it's tough. It's tough. But I think we have to all remember that as a community is this is still basic sales. We still have to get people to care and we have to be creative with it. And we can't just willy nilly post up a you know a drum kit for for even $500 drum kit like who's going to pay $500 for a drum kit when i have no idea what you are who you are why i should do this and and how do i know this is worth 500 like what 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 kind of uh history do you have to put that, that much value on this product 
Yeah, no, definitely, bro. Um, to to me, I so I've taken this, and to, I'm I'm real interested in um the art side of it. Like you know, like the people flipping these art pieces and giving away you know collectibles, and uh you know you can do lots of dope things. Like you know we're gonna we're gonna uh, mint. Um, you know, beat battle trophies. So when we, you know, when, when not only when you win our battle, you know, do you get the prizes that come with it, but you're also going to get, uh, you know, like maybe we'll, 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 we'll mint like, say we do like 15 battles in 2021. So we'll like, you know, battle trophy series, 2021, one of 15. And, you know, you could yeah. be one of the producers and, you know, every year and then 10 years down the line, who knows how much those trophies are from the people that won the first battles. And I think there's yeah. a lot of dope use cases in here, man. I've seen. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing with my Twitch channel. Like everything's minted, you know. After when I come back uh, from from Daddy Duty, <laughs> in a couple months I'm taking like a couple months off. But oh, when wow. I'm back, yeah, it's like stuff like that that you can do. Like you don't have to always sell stuff. Like you can mint mm-hmm. things that that have meaning. You know, I think what I want people to 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 understand about the space is as long as there's meaning to to something that's what makes it valuable. Like we make something valuable. Like, you know, a, a Michael Jordan rookie card uh, is a pe- literally a piece of cardboard that costs, that costs, you know, five cents to make. Right. right. But, but people, we put the value on it because it has meaning because it's so rare because, because there's a story behind it. And as long as you can, you can portray some type of like deep meaning in what you're doing, and people could relate to that. Enough people could relate to that, and want and are willing to pay for it. Then, then uh, you're you're good. You're in the works, right? Like I, I kind of um, also see parallels in like the real estate game too. Like you know, years ago, no one wanted to live in Brooklyn, right? Like Brooklyn, it's like oh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. Like what? Are you crazy? Like who wants to live there? Brownstone, you know, you have uh, you know four bedroom, six six bedroom, six bedroom, three bath you know, three-story brownstones in Brooklyn in 2006 cost probably, you know, $250,000, which was, uh, you know, a steal, right? Maybe $150,000. And the reason why I was so yeah, and the reason why I was so low is because, like, no one wants to live in Brooklyn, right? Like, who wants to live there? Um, But then now in 2021, that same brownstone goes for, you know, 4.8 million. That's insane. Uh, It's the same brownstone. It's got the same concrete and the same rocks and it's made of the same shit. But the story behind it is that the experience is better. Brooklyn is just cool. Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. people want Brooklyn. People want to live in Brooklyn. Um, And uh, and so the price goes up because there's someone out there willing to pay 4.8, right? As long as there's someone out there willing to pay, then that's what gives it the value, right? Mm-hmm. So for the Elorium pack, for instance, there was, well, there might have been someone out there willing to pay, but at that moment, no one else who was aware of the pack, who 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 um who have Ethereum, uh, uh crypto, no one on the planet Earth was willing to pay more than six k for that pack at that moment, right? I can't say the same about the aftermarket. I mean, there's a chance that the owner will be able to flip it and make, make even more, right? Because there's probably other people, as more people start to migrate into NFTs and crypto, there's going to be more customers, more people that are, that are, that are, you know, more chances of someone to being willing to pay for that much. Right. And I, I see Elorium pack reselling more and more and more over the next few years. And it's just going to keep shooting up and up and up and up and up. And, 
so whoever gets it, I'll, my piece of advice would be don't use the samples, hold it. Mm. Sit on it like, like, like you, it's like, uh, it's like a box of unopened, you know, it's like you didn't open yeah. it. So that's the analogy right there. As soon as, as soon as I, I open, like, this is kind of a bad example, but like, as soon as you take your new J's and you wear of, them out of, out of your box and you, and you wear them, the, the price or the starts depreciating. Yeah. Right. In that fact, makes sense. Price, yes. Right. So it's the same with the sample backs. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that analogy. Quick question. Ilmine, you, you holding that Ethereum or did you trade it? <laughs> trade it for US dollars? You hold it. Okay, okay, bet, bet. I hold it for life, man. I'm holding it for a long time. I'm, I'm definitely a hold. What do they say? Like H O L D? Hoddle or hodl or whatever. Yeah. Hodl, yeah, I'm a hodl. I'm a hodl. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Um, dope. Man. But shout out to all the people who day trade too, because that takes a lot of patience. Right. Yeah. And if you, you could, if you can day trade, uh, uh, you know, successfully, you can make a shit ton of money, bro. So. Kudos to all you guys who are day trading. Yeah, man. Um, I have a question. I was wondering, what do you think um, uh, young producers can do to start educating themselves more on NFT and start educating themselves on what really holds value and why value occurs? Because I feel like people see value as like clout because, you know, a music industry value is like clout, like how much clout you got is what gets you to the top. But at the same time, like, how does that develop? Same thing with the NFT space. I was wondering what you thought about that. Well, I think clout sort of has a, a, a kind of negative connotation in our community. I think that like we call, we associate clout with someone who's um, trying to become important right. without possessing real uh, authentic reason behind becoming important, right? So it's like, I'm important, but as long as the reason is authentic, then I'm not cloud chasing. But if I'm important and the reason is cap, then I'm a cloud chaser, right? Mm -hmm. So here's the deal. If you're important and there's someone out, I'll go back to the same analogy. If there's someone out there willing to pay, then you are important. Mm -hmm. That's just the reality. And it doesn't matter if it's authentic or not. Now, it kind of does though, because if you do it without being authentic, the jig is gonna be up at some point. And this is what happens with your stock. You know what it does? It goes like this, it goes like that, right? And then the jig is up, and then it goes like. And then that. it's over with. <laughs> it's over. It, it, but as long it, as you're authentic, you can keep doing this, mm. just like Bitcoin. You can keep swimming up like motherfucking sperm, like the sperm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like the, you. The sperm in my wife, just boom, boom, boom. Not facts. Ilman, I want to hear your take on this. Uh, this is, I think, practical advice for anyone, no matter where they're at, even if they're at square one with their you know, music career, artist, producer, photographer, graphic designer, anything you are. Uh, I think that you can use NFTs to bet on yourself. And what I mean by that is just start drafting your own collectibles, like, you know, whatever it be, like get a 3D action figure made of yourself, get a Pokemon card made of yourself. Uh, if you're a graphic designer, shit, design unlimited pieces and put them out there. And give them away for free. Give them away. You can literally like people's metamask are um, are public. Like you can go on these marketplaces, rareable, minimal, and you can see people's metamask. Or you know, if your 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 fans, your real hardcore fans, give them to them. And um, you know, the, consider it a long play because we haven't talked about how you can set the royalties. So if someone resells this, like say you create now, you did this with yours, correct? And you set a ten percent royalty. So, yes. so for the people listening, when someone, if someone decides to resell that ill mind, uh, uh, a Lorium sample pack NFT, 
down the line, maybe it's worth 10 bands. Well, 10% of that 10,000 is going directly to the original creator who was Illmind. Yep. So use that, remember this and start minting, give them out. And who knows, 10, 10 years down the line, imagine if Drake, uh, NFTs were around when Drake was a nobody and he was betting on himself, giving them away. Imagine what they would be trading for right now and how much passive yeah. income he'd be getting from those royalties. Exactly. And, and, and listen, let, let's, and I love that you brought that up. Let's not forget this. And this is actually very important. I want, I want everyone to, to sort of um, um, hold, hold this as something that's very important to know. So, you know, when you think of the Charizard card, right? Charizard is so is so um, expensive right now, and so many people are willing to pay a premium for it because it consistently gained value over a long period of time, right? Mm -hmm. Did Charizard? When was that card released? Like it's just from the nineties, right? Yeah, from yeah. when I was a kid. So let's just say it was like nineteen ninety two. I'm making a year up. That's probably wrong. Charizard dropped in nine. Let's say ninety one. Charizard dropped in ninety one. Two thousand one, two thousand eleven. So that's 30 years ago. So you're talking about a 30-year um, time span of this particular card dropping, increasing, dropping, increasing. So it's the test of time, right? And so that's why it's just going to keep trending upward because it stood, it already uh, authenticated itself. The, the blockchain, so to speak, of this card is so insane that it's, 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 permanently minted as something that's going to be very valuable right as opposed to you know the 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 kid who uploads you know a, a, a drum kit i'll just say because we're all producers here a drum kit that they made you know in 2021 and they're they're expecting you know minimum bid 800 minimum yeah, bid. yeah. Um, well there, there's you literally you're your your drum kit is an infant just like mine like, like it was born last week like there's no history behind it there's mm -hmm. no there's no proof that people want it right so you can't ask for that premium you maybe you can uh uh you know a year from now a little more or maybe 10 15 years from now it can be increased in value depending on what that blockchain looks like how many people are interested in it how many people are bidding on it how many people are talking about it right so that's why blockchain technology is so important. That's why Charizard is so expensive because it just has such a long history of authentication and people loving it. And it's just, it's just told, the story has been told so many times that it's still very relevant, mm -hmm. right? And so that's why Dylan, I think you brought up a good example of like, if you get into NFTs now, essentially what you're doing is you're betting on yourself. You're betting on your future self. And other people are too, where they're saying, you know what, this random producer here, I'm just going to take a chance. I know they're a nobody, but I'm going to I'm going to you know purchase this NFT from this person at $50 and I'm going to hold it. I'm going to hold it for the next 10 years. Yeah. Who knows? The kid yeah. might blow up. He might get a Drake placement. Yeah, and right. all of a sudden the NFT is worth uh twice as much. You know, right? So I I made $50 in 10 years. Like who knows? Like it's it's a gamble, but that's what we do. That's what investors do, right? That's what day traders do. They look at things and, and, and the right way to do it is you're investing in things you're passionate about. You're investing in things that you believe in, right? You have to believe in the thing that you put your money into. Otherwise, it's like you're just blindly sort of putting your money in different places without any sort of strategy, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing. Um, and, and, you know, when you're a producer, you just want to understand that. 
Most definitely, man. And just know, bro, I, I, I feel like you need to look at this the same way you look at if you were trying to sell beats on YouTube, if you were trying to upload singles and blow up, like, bro, just you got to put shit out, put shit out. I'm already, bro, I'm already having conversations with people, hearing them overthink this shit, trying to be perfectionist. I'm like, bro, just put this shit out. Like, no one knows what the fuck this shit is going to turn into. No one knows, like, you know what I mean? So I feel like, man, just just put it out and uh, pay those gas fees, even though they're high. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> uh, put them out and, oh, yeah. and give them away. Give them away. You know, if you're at square one, just bet on yourself. Give them away. Who knows? This, these are these are five-year, 10-year, 20, 30-year plays, like Illmind is saying. Another thing I want to bring up that I think is really dope that people are doing with the NFTs. I've seen an artist. His name is Jocks something. Uh, forgive me, the artist, whoever your name is. He, he put a bid up for, he, he recorded an original song. And he put it up for auction. He's like, whoever wins this auction, they get this NFT and, and that and that comes with the rights to publish my song and put this song out. Uh, and, and he got like $19,000 for it. And so it's basically that I think that's really cool. You know, what I mean, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, that's that that sounds awesome. Right. But it's like you also have to think, too, it's like $19,000 to gain rights to a song. Right. Which is good. OK. But then it's how do I make my $19,000 from this song, right? So do enough people care about that particular artist to be able to put this up on DSPs and make my money back and get a return um, based on, you know, yeah. the quality. Of the well, he has traction. He has traction. He's not a nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that would just be my only, the only thing that I would think about is if I'm going to spend 19 bands on this, um, you know, it does this person get millions of streams on Spotify? Do they have videos? How many followers do they have? How much could I push this product? Yeah, get my money back. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I mean, you know, it's you make that judgment call yourself, but that's really cool. New stuff like this, you know, uh, there's always going to be people like, man, how can I? The people that don't have anything going, but they're like, how can I? How can I get a bag off this? Like, let's see what happens. It's like, bro, if you can't sell a drum kit for ten dollars, or you can't sell a, a, if you can't get a. A thousand streams or ten thousand streams on a song. It's like, bro, I don't think you're just gonna get a quick bag off this NFT stuff. So, it's definitely not a quick bag, man. It's not. It's really not. And like, you know, you you just have to uh, be willing for things to be volatile because it, the whole thing is volatile, guys. Like, like even Ethereum is volatile. Every all crypto is volatile, technically, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, hopefully, gas prices decrease over time. But with Ethereum, and but all of this stuff is is backed on Ethereum anyway. So it's like if Ethereum crashes, we're all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's a very volatile world, and you just have to be willing to try things and and be creative. And and like I said earlier, wear those L's. You know what I mean? Like like if you want that big reward, you have to also be willing to 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 take those L's too, and and move forward with those and. And, and so, you know, the payoff is higher. So it's just a judgment call. But yeah, you're right. I implore people to try things. Don't don't do things for clout. Like, it, you know, there, there's a million people. There, there's a, by next week, it'll it'll be quadrupled. Yeah. The number of, of you know, digital products. Now, it, it, what's happening is we're going to have a, um, a bubble. Oh, yeah. It's gonna boom, 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 boom. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like the the authentic nfts that are actually selling in the market are in my opinion i feel are gonna start to sort of rise a little bit like cream rise to the top and and it's going to be very unfortunate to see 99.9 percent of these nfts take a nosedive yeah 
know, you just mm. and wasted gas prices and and um, you know, just just a loss of income, you know. So you just got just people have to be careful and and know, you know, understand what they're getting themselves into. Hundred percent, man. Yeah, I wanted to add to that, like in terms of betting on yourself and standing the test of time. Like, have you, Ilman, have you heard of like NBA Top Shot, how it has like moments? Yep. So do you see like, yeah, that's crazy because it got me thinking, do you think like producers, this is a crazy idea, but you think producers will start documenting sessions of songs or beats they're working on? That could be dope. That could be an NFT in itself. And it's like betting on themselves because if that song blows up or if they get bigger, it's like I had the original session or video when they were making that beat. Yeah, 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 absolutely. If if it's if it's if it becomes important, yeah, right, right, right. only if it becomes important, right? If it doesn't become important, then and no one's willing to pay a premium, then then it's just there. It's just there, right? Just because it's minted doesn't mean it's cool. It's 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 important, you know. It just people have to decide, right? This is the old. The thing I love about NFTs is it's an it's the real way for the people to decide, right? You can't fake it. You can't say, hey, I got an NFT for 10, 10 bands, come get it. It's the hottest thing right. on the market. I only right. did one, right? That's how they try to get you. There's only <laughs> one. Cool, cool story. Well, let's see, let's open it up and let's see how many people are willing to pay this 10 racks, right? Yeah, yeah. And if someone, yeah. is, if someone does, then you've won the game, checkmate, right? But if no one bites down, then you played yourself, right? So you, it's 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 real. It's very real. It's 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 opening the wounds. It's 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 exposing the truth behind value, behind you know certain things. And, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it because it's it's forcing all of us to to be as authentic as possible. Hundred percent. I know a lot of guys are probably wondering, okay, where do I go to Mint if I want to do this? Uh, Mintable is the platform you chose. I was just wondering what led you to go with them. It's a really cool name. <laughs> and uh, they're super user-friendly. Really, They have a, you know, a really easy system uh, to use. And um, it's just really straightforward and really amazing. I love that platform. So you know, I'm sticking with Mintable for a while. Dope, dope. I see they just got a big uh, investment from Mark Cuban, too, which is really big. So They did. They did. And let me tell you something. I did not know that. When you were so, going into it? Uh, beforehand. I didn't know beforehand. Gotcha. So the fact, that, uh, the fact that I chose the one that Mark put his money into uh, makes me feel pretty good. Well, that, that's because that's you're on your Joe Dispenza shit. So, I mean, that, that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, damn, out of all these different platforms man we, we 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 chose team cuban now so i'm with it because because cuban is a very you know smart person as we all know yeah not nah, facts man uh so shit bullish on mintable i was like shit maybe uh maybe that's the uh the platform to go with man yeah cool man uh but yeah man shout out to i didn't give a proper intro man uh leno and meek here on the podcast man i know you guys at home are definitely already familiar with these guys man uh so with the podcast now we're just kind of doing like a rotating host schedule you know what i mean so we're gonna just always switch it up bring different guys from the team that want to participate in different conversations so don't think that oh shit where's jb and carrington you'll definitely uh you'll, you'll see all the gang in these episodes and ain't no replacement we're just you know it's a family man it's a certain yeah. thing that's what i'm saying yeah. you know what? let me just say too as a side note like the, the the reason why the 
um, minted, you know, beat maker logo thing that you put out, the NFT, the free NFT you guys put out. The reason why that thing is so cool is because you guys have a track record already and there's no signs of you guys stopping. Mm. Like, like which, which, you know, if someone, if you're out there and you, and you, and you possess one of these beat maker NFTs, yeah, hold on to it because look at these guys. They're 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 not stopping. Like appreciate that. Billion isn't gonna quit tomorrow. Like no, this shit is only gonna keep growing. You know, like and you have to be patient. Like you know, crazy. Five, five years from now, who knows what these guys are gonna be up to, right? So you you so yeah, man. Like that's this is a great example. They're setting the example of, you know, uh, 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 something that's that's a really something that could be really beneficial is. You know, um, there you guys are building your business in, in a real way, and you people are are supporting. So, and that's real. That's authentic, right? You're not you're not faking the mm. the clout. This is real. Like you can watch the videos, look at the views, mm. look, at, look at the different people we've spoken to. You know, etc. So, and we lead Big with facts. value, and then we retain that value. You know, <laughs> <Big Stay facts>. <laughs> yeah, always, man, always. No man. So let's talk about this uh, new uh, Guapta project, man. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I was just listening to that. I was, I was actually uh, bumping it now that I knew I was going to interview you today. But man, um, uh, how did that come about? When did you start, uh, you know, fucking with Bob Dad and saying what's good to him? And maybe was that the first song you guys worked on, or do you guys have more that you worked on? Yeah. So, um, I met Guap Dad uh, through this thing called DM. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! We just DM'd each other. I heard some of his songs a couple years back, and I, I just became a fan. I'm like, yo, this dude Bop is fucking, you know, crazy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, we started following each other, and we just started DMing each other. And he was a huge fan of mine as well. And um, we we had booked a, a session. So I was in, I think I was in New York, and I was like, yo, I'm going to L.A. You know, let, let's just get in and cook up. So um, I had booked a, a room and he pulled up and we started working and um, yeah, we just kind of clicked, you know what I mean? And before I, before I, like when I became a fan of his, I didn't know that he was Filipino, right? And he mm -hmm. actually didn't know that I was Filipino, which is crazy when he heard my, my earlier stuff. And so the fact that we're both, he's half Filipino, half black, but the fact that we're both Filipino just made this whole thing even, even cooler, you know what I mean for us? It's so, a culture thing now. Yeah, dude, yeah. <clears throat> so um, we just kept making songs, and over time, we were just like, yo, we should just do a project. And, yeah. and he was like, yo, bet. Like, let's let's do it. So yeah. here we are, and, and it's kind of those one of those, like, things that was like a perfect storm where, you know, uh, 88 Rising, which is, like, this really, really amazing label uh, in Asia, they, they put out Joji and all these big people. Um, they have um, a parent, a sister label, uh, called Paradise Rising, which uh, represents the Philippines. And so uh, uh, Dad and I are the first um, album to be released on Paradise Rising. So it was just all this whole sort of perfect storm of uh, of everything. And the album, me and Dad's album drops on March 19th, which is National uh, Lola Appreciation Day, right? Mm. Uh, so Lola means grandmother in Tagalog. So uh, it's, it's, you know, it, it's just kind of the per a perfect storm. And, you know, um, we're super stoked. And, you know, a lot of the, the storyline behind 
this project is rooted around, you know, Guap's upbringing and, you know, being from the hood and, and, and all these stories that he tells and, and, and it's turned up as fuck too. You know what I mean? So, and the fact that we're both Filipino, that's sort of part of the story as well. So we're just going to have fun with it. We're super proud of the album and the single's doing really well. We have a, we have a remix coming out um, maybe uh, with someone you guys might know. Uh, I'm bye, right, bye. Which I can tell you, it's like a tip of my tongue. I'm like, Oh, I want to tell the who. <laughs> but we have some remixes coming and uh, uh, we have some more singles and then the album. So mm-hmm. it's just super great. And I'm really stoked about it because it's the first executive produced Illmind album I'm doing since 2016. Uh, right? Oh, it's been five years since I've done this. Um, the last one I did was 2016 for Andy Minio. Uh, and, and it was the Uncomfortable album. And that was a super fun process. And so now I get to do it again with Guap. Super dope. Have you started connecting with any other artists in the 88 Rising or Paradise Rising realm and maybe started trying maybe throwing out beats or have they started reaching out to you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started talking to Rich Rich Brian a little bit. Um, and, Rich and, Brian, come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some other, folk, some other folks, yeah, you know. Um, uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure as time goes by, maybe, you know, hopefully something happens. Super awesome. Super yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, um, and then I wanted to ask you a question too. Um, um, just being a parent. So you said you're taking a break, you're being, you're taking a break for a couple months. Um, in that time, do you have certain projects that you uphold or, you know what I'm saying? Of course, you know, your family is priority, I would imagine, but at the same time, how are you going to balance kind of what you're doing, especially since the sale with the NFT thing, how are you trying to balance all of that incoming stuff while being a brand new father? Um, it's really, for me, it's really just like Zoom calls like this and doing cool things, uh, online, you know, I'm not really making music. I'm not streaming. I'm not going to sessions. I'm not going anywhere. I'm basically home. So, uh, you know, and and I'm with with my my family, you know, so, uh, in terms of work, it's really more just sort of on and off things that I'm doing. Um, but the cool thing about the NFT space, it couldn't have come at a perfect time because uh, it's very easy to do and execute on this little device right here. So I can have, I can have the, the, the strap with my baby here. Minting fucking NFTs in one hand and you know, burping on the other. That's it's so really- G bro. Yeah, this is me. This is, this is me tomorrow like this. Okay. What are we doing here? Right. Oh yes. Mintable. Right. Yes. Guys, listen, guys. This guy's dope. That's dope. So, and any uh, when's the next drop coming, man? Um, some point soon. Some point soon. I have um the the next thing I'm I'm launching is is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I, I'm really proud of it. It's it's uh it, it's something brand new. Uh, you know, so, something that uh, relatively high risk, I'll say. Uh, but uh, you know, something something I'm really excited about, and, and we're just we're we're fine tuning it right now um so hopefully at some point soon but it's going to be on mintable again and it'll be under bid packs my my new um nft you know brand i kind of took that from the auction uh thing and 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 sort of um injected the nft part into it and now it's just packs um so if you guys want to follow any and all of my nft stuff um just uh follow bid packs b-i-d-p-a-c-k-s um on instagram bid packs um and uh you'll see you'll you know you'll see everything there or just follow me wherever 
Um, but yeah, we got some cool stuff coming. Sounds good, bro, man. Cool, man. We appreciate your time, man. Appreciate the NFT sauce. I definitely am glad we got to do this. I was like, bro, like I really want to educate the music producer community on this ASAP, so like we can be kind of on the cutting edge. Appreciate you for you know doing it. You know what I mean? Because if if you wouldn't have done that, who knows? Maybe it wouldn't even be a conversation in the music producer community yet. So, uh, big stuff, man. And uh, definitely yeah, hope we educate it. Absolutely. And let me say this too: if you are to 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 kind of um, you know end it off. If you're going to release a sample pack or drum kit on NFT and mint it and sell it or auction off, whatever. And if you're, you know, if if you're, if you're giving exclusive rights to the, to the buyer, just 100% make sure that everything is original because in that space, if you get caught up with a copyright lawsuit or something in that particular space, um, I don't know the answer to that, but it could get pretty weird. Mm. Right? The legal implications from that could get pretty crazy um, to the point where, you know, you get black sheeped and you, you could never sell an NFT uh, for the rest of your life in that space. And all of a sudden, your chances of being involved in NFT uh, 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 become extinct because you're, you're, you're kind of outcasted for selling a non-authentic product. So just be careful of that, you know, especially with sample packs could get a little blurry. Drum kits could get a little blurry, you yeah. know, you know, we've seen it happen time and time again. So we just hit guys, we just have to make sure everything, even down to the artwork, like you, you put a, you put something from Shutterstock on that shit. <laughs> well, for you better, you know what I mean? You Shutterstock better make don't sure, play. They ain't gonna you play better make sure it's, 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 you better make sure your ducks are in a row. Cause it, if, if that thing, takes off to the moon and you have a copyright on there that you shouldn't have used it can get a little weird so just be careful most definitely man yeah lessons lessons can appreciate you so much man. thank you Oma. i'm yeah, God, of man. course i'm here man i'm about to go you know change a diaper appreciate you once again man yeah of course signing out bye guys Later.